Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the chat box where we talk about everything beauty, health, and wellness. I'm your host, Shayla, and today we have an awesome topic because, sis, you need her. And when I say her, I mean Houston hairstylist, <laughs> Megan Malt. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for joining us on the chat box. We're so excited. So tell us a little bit about yourself. So I am a uh, natural hairstylist. I've been doing hair since 2012. I specialize in blowout, silk press, and different type of extension services are my... um, my top book services. So, so we know it's silk all about hel- uh, healthy hair, mm-hmm. silk pressing, and you know I try to educate my clients throughout the process. So mm-hmm. awesome! That's so, what's kept me in this game so long. Yeah. So we'll get into soon why y'all need her, but for now we're gonna go into our hot topic segment where we talk, we discuss trendy topics happening on the internet or your social media, the shade room sometimes. They have everything. <laughs> so the, yeah, they got everything. Yeah. So let's get into the first one. So black TikTokers are losing their tender-headed minds over this unbrush brush that's like viral. Have you heard of this brush? I actually have. But like the last few weeks, I've been having a lot of clients mm-hmm. who have extremely thick hair and they've been like, have you heard of the unbrush? And I'm like, no, I just have this basic little detangle brush, but I haven't gotten it yet. So I'm excited to see what it's about because they say like it literally will come through anything. Yeah. So I didn't believe it. I was like, cap. And then I looked it up on TikTok and I was like, it does look like it's untangling and people seem genuine. So let's get into our next hot topic, which is Nelly and Ashanti spinning the block. There's all these photos online. They're cheesing, happy. I just hope it's real because I haven't been in the dating world, but I hear all the stories and... You might have to spin the block and just take in inventory on which ex had the least, <laughs> the least, you know, horrible list because it's ghetto. It's and very ghetto out here. It's so ghetto. Like, so I don't. I know. It's <laughs> it's very ghetto in these dating streets. So yeah, it's either rough. be single or deal with the nonsense because yeah. who got time for that? I don't see nothing wrong with spinning the block if, like you said, you assess, okay, was it toxic? Maybe not. Right, because, I mean, you put some time in between it. Y'all grown. Y'all not the same, you know, people y'all were maybe in that previous relationship. You've learned some different things Mm -hmm. throughout, you know, other relationships with y'all dated other people. So maybe spinning the block ain't that bad. There's growth. Yeah, if absolutely. A good if time in between. Exactly. Because, I mean, they cheese and cheese. <laughs> yeah. And I saw the side-by-side picture of Nelly and Miss Jackson and then him and Ashanti. Oh, people are so messy. <laughs> they are. Because, baby, he was just, like, straight face. Like, <laughs> and with her, he's just cheesing up a story. Girl, all like, teeth. You can see all of them. <laughs> all does. of them. I hope it's real, too. I don't know. Hopefully, it's I hope it is. Stunt. You know. But- you Hopefully know. they make it down the aisle or something. Yeah, maybe they will. Yeah. So our, our last hot topic is about, y'all know the natural hair community, everybody's talking about how hairstylists have a 20 plus list of requirements <laughs> before you go into the salon. Yeah. So what do you think about that? Why do you think the list of rules are so long at the hairstylist? Me personally, I don't have that many rules. Mm-hmm. I typically ask that you kind of be on time or we communicate if we're running behind with each other so that we can, you know, manage that time better. I ask that you show up with your hair detangled just to make the service quicker. easier and quicker, yeah. you know, because we're on a time schedule. These new rules, I guess, come as you've been in the game, you start to learn what you want or, you know, will accept and won't accept. I think like the list of 
rules that's like 30 pages long is crazy because <laughs> yeah. at this point, I don't even want to book with you. Yeah, if it's like, too much. It took me too much to read to get down to the booking site. Literally, I have like three or four rules. So okay. I don't understand. I think maybe the younger stylists or the new stylists yeah. are doing it. Like I said, I've been in the game for a while. So I just have a few rules. We be respectful of each other's time. Mm-hmm. You know, when you come ready for your hair to be serviced. Yeah. So do you have like, do you tend to have a lot of new clients or is it like, like consistently like your same? Um, so I have a mixture. I have a lot of new mm-hmm. clients that are finding me online. Social media works really well, but I also mm-hmm. get a lot of referrals. Mm-hmm. So from my consistent clients that I've been servicing for years, they're sending new people and they're wondering like, girl, you always book me. And I'm like, well, yeah, y'all referring people mm-hmm. and I'm out here doing good work. So I'm happy to say that I stay booked and busy, you know, blessed and cover that I'm able to come into work and do what I love. So mm-hmm. so y'all, there are still hairstyles out there that exist that don't have a 30 plus list of requirements. No. <laughs> come to like Houston. Three or four. Hit up Megan. Yes. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay, so that's the end of our Hot Topic segment. Next, we're going to get into our topic of the episode, which is Sis, You Need Her. And we're going to go through some questions to ask Megan. So tell us about you, what you do, what made you become a hairstylist? So I started, like I said, uh, well, I actually graduated in 2012. I started doing hair way before then. I think I kind of always just had that passion for hair. I used to experiment myself and wear different hairstyles mm-hmm. all throughout, way back to like elementary school. You know, me and my sister had like hair, like the the, the yeah. bundle that you gave me. So, and our hair was extremely long. So people wouldn't believe that it was real, but my mom kind of always kept our hair up. So that's how I learned about taking care of my hair and the importance of trimming my ends mm. and my deep conditioning and things like that. So after I got out of high school, of course, you know, work these little regular in and out jobs. Mm-hmm. I don't like working for people is what I realized. Yeah, I understand that. Sentiment. Yeah, I do not like working for <laughs> people. I actually end up working in a salon as a shampoo tech. And working under that stylist, I was doing so much in the salon, like getting my hands and everything mm-hmm. outside of actually like servicing her clients, color chemicals and stuff like that. But shampooing them, prepping them for their service, and then just interacting with the people. I love to talk to people, make people laugh. So I was like, I can do this and do hair. And, you know, they love, you know, the results of how they look mm-hmm. after. It's always just mind blowing because, you know, some people just don't. You know, you get into a routine of seeing yourself a certain type of way. And then when you finally step out the box and yep. treat yourself and they're like, boost the confidence. Yes. Instant. I'm like, yes, <laughs> yep. you better. hundred percent. That must feel good to like yeah, be able to it does. People feel that way. So when did you start really building a list of clientele? I'm curious. Like, did you at start off school, just popping? Oh, beauty, beauty school. school mm-hmm. I stay busy and I went part time. So I literally only had four hours and I would have five clients. Wow. So I was literally, I learned my time management. Like I need to, I learned how to work my chair. Like I said, being in the salon working as a shampoo mm-hmm. tech before I went to beauty school, I learned how to work my chair so mm-hmm. that I wasn't overbooked or just overwhelmed with the services. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to use my chair. I learned how to use my dryer or, you know, I start cutting out the dryer and just started blow drying. So I stayed pretty busy all the way from beauty school. And then I stayed in the area. I live in Katy, so they didn't have a lot of black hairstylists from what I mm-hmm. kept hearing. So I stayed in that area, word of mouth, and just putting out good work and good energy. The Lord has kept me with a steady flow of clients for the last, you know, what, 10, 12 years. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, congrats to that. So Thank why you. do you believe everyone should have a hairstylist? 
because we're professionals, you know, we actually went to school. There's more to it than just styling the hair mm-hmm. or running to protective styles because you don't want to do the hair and you're not fully educated on what your hair needs. So mm-hmm. people are just trying to do it themselves. I know that price is a factor, but you sort of have to pay for good quality things. You know, you want nice clothes, you pay for better quality clothes. Yeah. So you know, you want to look nice, you dress nice, you want your hair to be healthy, you want it to look nice, you pay for a professional mm-hmm. to take care of that and do that for you. Yeah, and sometimes people don't really, like, they try to do the YouTube tutorials, but there's still a lot of people that don't know how to do their hair. Yeah, and they kind of, like, devalue it because of the YouTube tutorials, and I'm like, it's more to, like, I yeah. don't do YouTube University. Yeah, like, see a stylist maybe twice a month and get a regimen. Yeah. Have her take care of your hair. Yeah, because it doesn't necessarily, because I do do, like, a healthy hair treatment where We'll do a shampoo, deep conditioning, hydration. I do blow dry. I do prefer to blow dry to trim it just to make sure that it's even as possible. I don't really do the curly cuts. I do have my curly girls that do their own curly cuts. Mm-hmm. So when we press it out, I'm like, girl, even in his hair, she's like, yeah, I just chopped off that little curl in here, there, which is fine. Does it look good when it, <laughs> or no. does it look chopped up? It looked chopped up. It yeah, looked chopped so. and screwed all the way. But, you know, we kind of blend it in. Or, you know, if they're going back to wearing it curly, it doesn't really phase them because, you know, we're trying to get that dead hair mm-hmm. off anyway. So if you chopped it off because it didn't look right, you see your hair curling more than I do. So if that curl is loose and you see that it's tight here, go ahead and snip it because it really does need to go. Mm-hmm. But some people just don't like to get rid of the length. Yeah. You know, so I have some of my natural girls who haven't blown out their hair or pressed their hair and trimmed it. So it's light, nice and thick and full. And then to the end, yeah. it's, you know, see-through. thin and see-through. And I just, I I tell them, like, I'm not scissor happy. I'm going to show you what it is, give you my professional Mm -hmm. recommendation, and we can meet in the middle. Because I'm not going to tell you, chop it all off, and then you have that shrinkage, you know? Yeah, yeah, Because it's going to come from down here, and it's going to go back up. Well, at least it's healthy, y'all. Yeah, exactly. I I mean, that's what I'm trying to tell them. Like, at least it's healthy, Mm -hmm. you know? And you'll see the difference once it's gone, you know, your twist outs, your, your, you know, your wash and goes, your fro is going to look completely Mm -hmm. different because that dead hair is gone. And now has the room to flourish and do what it needs to do. But, you know, I try to kind of like not be so aggressive and yeah, kind of coddle like, them into it. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to be gentle with them because, mm-hmm. you know, they on YouTube and, you know, it tells them do this and don't do that. So they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, they, some of them might know. But I know you specialize in silk presses. Mm-hmm. You do really, really good silk presses. Yeah. So what products do you suggest? we should use to protect our hair from heat moisturizing so, products moisturizing products. absolutely the hair needs moisture whether it's in its natural state or if in its press state you need moisture so i typically like to use any product line that has moisturizing shampoo as far as even from the clarifying mm-hmm. because not all some clarifying strip it completely and you'll feel that that moisture is gone mm-hmm. but the ones that i use still leave that moisture in the hair with cleansing the scalp and those strands mm-hmm. So I always recommend moisturizing products. And then if you're going to use heat, a heat protectant. There are two different types of heat protectant. They have one that's wet that you'll use maybe before you blow dry your hair mm-hmm. to protect the heat. And then there's the oil-based one that you can use wet or dry. But definitely a heat protectant. Learn your hot tools. Mm-hmm. Don't use something that you're not accustomed to using that hot because you will damage your hair because you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. That's why you need a professional. 
And then educate yourself on the tools that you use, titanium versus ceramic. You know, those make a difference in putting heat on your hair when you're pressing it, Mm -hmm. if you're going to have heat damage or not. So y'all just go to a hairstylist. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not trying to figure out what ceramic and titanium. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) because you don't know how it reacts on your hair. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a professional will know how and what tool to use on if it's extension hair or if it's natural hair. Mm -hmm. So we actually have an entire collection called our Maximum Thermal Protection Collection. It has, it's a whole system. So it has a deep conditioner, a clarifying cleanser, a primer spray, a shine booster. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we have a whole collection. It's designed specifically for curly hair. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So we'll have to, we'll have to. Yeah. I need some goodies so I can try that out and see. (laughs) So you yes. can try it out and see how you like Because I love recommending my clients. You know, they ask me what services. I'm not the stylist that's hiding my bottles. Mm-hmm. And if you can't see what I'm using, yeah. I show them. You know, if you're going to do your hair at home, if I'm only going to see you on, you know, every two months or this, like, please use this so that we can keep what we're doing on the right track. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if, like I said, if it's not you going to see a professional biweekly or monthly Ask about the right professional products so that you can, you and your stylist can be on one accord and you can see that length of retaining and you won't feel like it's a big chop every time you come to the shop. Like, oh, I don't want to get a trim because mm-hmm. last time it was so much. Well, we're not keeping up what we're doing. So, yeah, it's not going to be a trim this time. It's going to be a cut yeah. because you're not, you're not staying on the regimen, right? So half your hair looks see-through. Exactly. Yeah, that's tragic. It's very <laughs> tragic. And I, my hair is pretty long. I do keep it in protective styles because it's like either I'm going to do my hair or I'm going to do y'all hair. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like to be the stylist that's looking rough. I yeah. kind of like to look like I'm, you know, in my profession. So yeah. I'll keep me a sew-in or some braids or something like that. But I do get my ends clip and I'm tell my friend, hey, whatever needs to go, let mm-hmm. it go. Because I know that I've been dogging it out. Mm-hmm. And going by my business, my hair is still growing. You know, it still gets longer. It doesn't grow from the ends. Yeah. You know, it grows from the root down. That makes sense that you wear like protective styles since yeah. you're always doing everybody else's always. hair. Always. <laughs> Who has yeah. time to do that? Exactly. I'm <laughs> struggling. I'm debating if I'm about to rock these until <laughs> after Thanksgiving, girl. So back to like the DIYers. So let's talk about some of the pros and cons of doing your hair at home first. And then we'll get into the pros and cons of doing your of going to a hairstylist. Okay. So first, what would you say some of the pros are of doing your hair at home? Of course, um, you kind of get into a routine because a lot of people who don't do their hair. So if you're DIYing and you're, you know, Taking a time, even if you do have to go to YouTube or, you know, you're trying to figure stuff out on your own, at least you're doing it. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. at least you're doing it. Hopefully you're not doing nothing bad, but exactly. <laughs> you won't know until after it's already done, you yeah. know, like the coloring and stuff like that. But, I, you know, I would say like treatments at home, mm-hmm. like making your own conditioner, you know, washing deep conditions. That's as far as I would go as far as like DIY without a professional mm-hmm. um flat ironing, you know, things like that. If you've gotten the right products and consulted with your stylist after, you know, a service and you can just want to touch it up. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely not try coloring at home. So yeah. what would you say some of the cons are to get into of doing your hair at home? Uh, the cons would be saving your money. Um, oh, yeah. Saving yeah. your money. You would save a lot of money. If, you know, if you're doing it and it's on a healthy regimen and you're just seeing your stylist for a little bit of maintenance here and there. That would be a con. 
doing your hair, actually learning and knowing what your hair needs, because a lot of people that wear their hair natural, not every product works for you. Yeah. You know, so you waste a lot of money running through products, trying to figure out what works for your hair Mm -hmm. type. But if you're doing it at home, you're kind of learning. Yeah. You know, you're kind of like, okay, well, my hair, it does well with this product and it doesn't do well with this. But Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the pros of of going to a hairstylist is they're able to tell you, hey, like these products work really well with your hair. I'm noticing your hair absorbs moisture in this way. So maybe you have high porosity or low porosity. Exactly. And then when you go home, you can kind of reinforce what your stylist Exactly. Again, you know, trying to work work together, you know, with mm-hmm. each other because you only think like this, like, oh, no one else in the world has this kind of hair and you think you're struggling mm-hmm. with it. But you see a professional that we see all different textures of hair and we have products to accommodate those types of hair. We can educate you mm-hmm. on what to do at home. So it doesn't have to be something where you're always running to the professional to do your hair. Mm-hmm you can, we can work together. Mm-hmm. You know, you come see me and then I recommend what you use at home for you to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. And as long as we're on the same page, we're going to start to see the difference in that hair because I can tell immediately like, girl, you ain't been doing what you was <laughs> talking about. And now you mad at me because now we got to go down this road again. I see so many hair sites online, like saying that, like, yeah. like, I'm going to tell you such and such, but you're not going to listen. They don't. And we have so many repetitive conversations where I just be like, whatever you want to do. Because I'm out of breath. Like, Uh, I'm going to keep telling you and you're not going to do it. And we're going to fight every time it comes to you getting this trim because now we got to keep cutting it. mm -hmm. Y'all just listen to me, Silas. Yeah, please. (laughs) So let's get into this Q&A portion of our episode. So we asked some of our Instagram followers, follow us on Instagram at Uncle Funky's Daughter. <laughs> we asked some of our IG followers um, what questions they want to ask you on the episode. Okay. So let's get into them. So one of them, we have a lot of type four girls who ask questions. So they want to know what tips do you have for keeping type four hair moisturized? Moisture. Mm-hmm. Rising <laughs> hair products. So I'm not one of those that speak for C A C B C and the, the, hair, the textures. Think, no, I do not. But in every four C girl that I've seen in my chair that has done a press or just a treatment, the hair is, you know, the porosity is low because mm-hmm. it's not retaining moisture. It dries up immediately. Like I just turn the water off and I don't have nothing to squeeze out. Mm-hmm. Your hair is just wow. soaking it up because it's dry. It's, it needs moisture. Mm-hmm. So moisturizing products, even... When you're doing your twist outs that will work well with a two strand twist or any kind of like natural protective mm-hmm. style. A we lot of people feel like um, we have super curl and extra butter. It's mm-hmm. a good cream, the moisturizing cream. And it's like good for the twist out, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, because it needs the moisture. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people feel like, oh, well, I make oils and I put it on my scalp. No, oil is a barrier. If your hair is dry and you're putting oil on it, you're sealing in the dryness. Y'all, please listen to this. Like, <laughs> like, what do you? How do you feel about the butter and oil thing? Like, there was a thing online where people were saying butters and oils, like you shouldn't use them with natural hair. I honestly didn't even see anything about that. <laughs> no, not the butters and the oils. Um, they said no butters and oils, and there's this whole debate, like the shea butter. Yeah, like shea raw butters, like shea um, butter. Maybe because it's so thick, it would just like coat the cuticle and keep that moisture from getting to it. Because it's, you know, hair is like a like a plant. You need it needs to grow, it needs water, it needs to be kind of like in its natural elements. Mm-hmm. People like to wear a lot of protective styles, but you're not 
moisturizing those strands. So even when I wear my knotless braids, I kind of rub a little moisturizer mm-hmm. on my strands and not just focus on my scalp because my hair needs moisture. It's wrapped up in this synthetic hair mm-hmm. that draws moisture out. Exactly. So it's yeah. just drying it out. Mm-hmm. So I know you already t- kind of talked about this, but people want to know what is the proper way to cut split ends. So I always recommend trimming your ends every six to eight weeks, every two months. Me personally, I like I said, I like to uh, blow dry the hair. It can come kind of as straight as possible and trim it, you know, because mm-hmm. I can see it fully evenly uh, versus with the curly. If the tension is not the same, you're going to have those areas where it's not even mm-hmm. because you're, you know, you're pulling it down. And I tell mm-hmm. the natural girls who just come in for like their healthy hair maintenance and trim you'll know when it's time to get it trimmed again because it'll start getting hard to detangle. Mm -hmm. It's always something that's your gauge. But definitely every two months, you know, that's Mm going to keep you in that trim phase versus moving to that cut because we're staying consistent with it. If you don't remain consistent, then your trims will be cuts because Mm -hmm. you've let so much time go by and when you're detangling that hair, if you don't got that unbrush, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you're going to be breaking bonds and creating split ends, mm. you know, trying to detangle it. So I always recommend every two months. I personally like to blow dry it. I don't have to press it. Mm-hmm. If you do get that press, you know, that one time and we trim it, that's fine. But maintenance wise, don't feel like you always have to get it pressed. When you come to me, you don't have to always get it pressed mm-hmm. to get your trim. We can just shampoo, blow dry, trim it. You want to wet it, twist it back up. We can do all of that. It must be so satisfying when you've been working with a client and then you blow dry it to do a trim and you see that it's so nice and even. Exactly. And <laughs> I, no, for like, real, no, seriously. It's like, okay, girl, you really, you know, so you are out here <laughs> doing what you do. Seriously, because even when they go back to curly, you know, I've, I've, I've trimmed it, blow dried it, and then I'll wet it back and it's blunt. Mm-hmm. Oh, versus, yeah. you know, when it's curly, it's going to probably, you know, have to layer it yeah. and it's going to be a little, you know, different. Yeah. But so the girls on Instagram have some brittle hair and they want to know you how they brittle. Yeah. <laughs> they want to know how they can strengthen their hair. Moisture. Because why is you walking around with this crunchy hair? <laughs> Moisture, y'all. What are y'all doing? Right. <laughs> are you walking around with ashy knees and dry hands? You got lotion, right? Because that's moisture. Moisture, moisture, moisture. Moisturizing hair products, full line. You said you guys have a line for the curly girls that's completely moisturized, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to try it. But mm-hmm. definitely the moisture, you're going to notice the difference. Your hair is going to feel complete. It's not going to feel crunchy. Yeah, you don't need crunchy brittle hair. It ain't going to be at all crunchy, brittle hair. I would cry every time I ran a breast and just, <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, it's over for you. Like It is. <laughs> And when you put water on it, it's not retaining, you know, water just rolling off, mm-hmm. like, no, moisture, definitely moisturizing products. Well, that's the end of our, Q- our Q&A session for the chat box. And it's the end of our episode. Thank you. Thank you also so much for watching. And where can we find you, uh, Megan? So I am uh, located in the Katy area. My Instagram is Megan, M-E-A-G-A-N underscore does my hair. I have a booking site on there, phone number and everything. So I do get a lot of calls and people like to ask a few questions Mm -hmm. before they book, which I don't have a problem doing that. You can text me pictures. 
we can kind of consult right there to get you comfortable for your appointment. Easy. If you don't want a long list in your Houston, just hit up Megan. Right. Four <laughs> rules. Literally. Thank you all so, so much for watching. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, and share this video with your friends. And until next time, thank you so, so much. Bye.